listening to the Cosmic Celebrity Podcast, where spiritually gifted persons receive information and tips on awakening their consciousness to develop and integrate their abilities in their daily life through spiritual growth. Here's your host, Athena Lucene. I harmonize in order to survive modeling instinct. I seal the store of life force with the galactic tone of integrity. I'm guided by the power of universal water. Welcome to episode 14 of the Cosmic Celebrity Podcast here at athenalucine.com. On this episode, I'll be sharing some tips with you on how to cultivate a healthy spiritual psychology to sustain emotional balance. You'll also receive intuitive energy healing that will naturally realign you to the frequency of your unique energetic imprint, your soul essence, your unique divine spark that is having a physical life experience as a cosmic celebrity. And you become and embody more of your cosmic celebrity when you become a fuller expression, a fuller higher version of living and speaking your truth as a spiritually gifted person in your physical life here on the earth planetary construct. So I am so eager to talk to you about spiritual psychology and how to foster a healthy one so that you can enjoy more sustained, longer sustained emotional balance. And this is very important to me and near and dear to my heart because for a long time, I struggled myself with my own emotional balance. I had my own sense of confusion towards my own abilities. And as far as how exactly are my abilities meant to be a blessing to my own life as well as to others. And I remember the emotional turmoil that I endured and that I experienced the feeling of not really belonging or not really feeling that I could really relate with others or others could really relate with me. And as I allowed my soul, my inner spirit to blossom more, I started to realize that it was more so about fostering and nurturing my abilities, but also fostering and nurturing a healthy psychology towards life, towards relationships, towards, you know, how I felt about myself, my abilities, just basically everything. The totality of my entire experience needed to become psychologically healthy. I needed to unlearn things that I had learned. I had to unlearn beliefs about myself and my abilities that I had adapted essentially from you know, my experience of being around persons who weren't as open-minded to my spiritual gifts or my psychic abilities or my extrasensory perceptions to energy. Now, you know, I have all this wonderful language to put everything and frame everything for you, but at the time I didn't. I literally looked like a hot mess, you know, like my life was a hot mess at different stages of my life. Of course, I had successful points or times in my life where I achieved social successes and all that other exterior stuff. You know, I was very good at that. I always presented very confidently. I was always very poised and I was really good at presenting really well. But to be honest, I didn't really become truly self-assured from within 
outward. It didn't really flow from within and then extended outward until later on in my life. And it was valuable me experiencing all those experiences, even though it was unpleasant at times, very unpleasant at times, it still served a purpose. And it was so worth it for everything that I experienced, even the unpleasantries, because now I get to have more clarity about how I meant to use my abilities to be a gift to others and to be a blessing to others in the way that there are persons like you who are, you know, not as far along on the journey as I am. You don't quite have the clarity about certain things. You don't quite have the healthy understanding of the balance and integration between your spiritual giftedness as well as your psychology and how both of those things simultaneously are at play with each other. And when they're not integrated and when there isn't a full awareness of how they counterplay and how they correlate with each other, it can become very tricky in, you know, balancing your abilities and really having a very balanced and centered life, right? A life that works for you on every level. So I find a lot of times that as spiritually gifted persons, you tend to have a lot of emotional turmoil. I get all kinds of questions and comments such as, I'm hurting people and I don't really know what I'm doing to hurt people and I tend to keep hurting people. And first thing I wanna say is that there is no blame. You know, first of all, understand that you're not a bad person. And when things and relationships get complicated, don't be so quick to blame yourself. There's a couple of things that are at play here. And I want to offer you the first is that oftentimes this is why the inner work is so important, the inner spiritual work to get clarity about your own energetic essence, your own divinity, your own understanding and self-discovery of yourself so that you can be very clear when you walk into a room with other persons, you can be very clear on the distinction between their energy and your energy right? Their character and your character. And so that you don't get confused so that you can have clarity of vision or clairvoyance about the situation so that you don't get caught up emotionally in like their projections on you and your projections on them. Clarity is key. And you have clarity through awareness and through your spiritual growth and through your spiritual process and the application of spirituality, you have clarity and awareness, more awareness. And when you are aware, not just spiritually, you also become aware psychologically. And it's vital to be able to have psychological clarity as well as spiritual clarity. So when I say be clear or have psychological clarity, what I mean by that is, so there are levels of understanding on on how to integrate your spiritual giftedness in a harmonious way in your day-to-day life. And so you need to be clear that absolutely there's so many factors at play in every given situation when you go to work, when you're in, you know, social settings, in your personal life, in your family settings, in your home setting, you know, there's always psychology at play, your psychology, the other person's psychology, your energy, the other person's energy. And when you first start with yourself to get that clarity about your own levels of congruency and incongruency. So for instance, what I mean by that is you have got to get a very clear psychology and make sure that when you do something or say something, 
You want it to always be aligned. You want it to always be congruent. So when I say, or when I speak of being psychologically balanced or being healthy in your psychology, what I mean by that is more times than not, the things you say are congruent with the things you do. Spiritually, I would say the things you say If they're not congruent with the things you do, there's an energy block there. There's an emotional feedback loop that's occurring. So it's important through self-awareness to understand how to balance both, how to be congruent both psychologically as well as energetically. And as you continue your inner work and grow spiritually, you become clearer on how exactly, you know, the things that come up for you psychologically, uh, your psychological beliefs, your emotional feedback loop. If you want to get more scientifical, it's when the neural pathways in your brain are structured in a certain way or fire in a certain pathway because of past experiences as a child or experiences that occurred that You fostered a certain programming based on your environment, based on the way you saw things done when you were a child. For instance, when it comes to money or when it comes to the quality of relationships and, you know, how persons speak in the home and and how you saw the adults around you live life. So your brain was taking information on that, right? It was developmentally unfolding and developing neural pathways that basically told you how to behave or what to think or how to adapt or how to be in a certain situation. The the challenge with that is if you grew up in an environment that was not very healthy or nurturing to your abilities, you will find that all of a sudden you're having newer pathways that are not serving you, that are not congruent. This is why people say things and then do something that's incongruent to what they say is because the newer pathways are they're firing in a way that is incongruent with what would be considered healthy or conducive behavior in a situation. So essentially, the psychology is healthy for you as a spiritual. It's imperative as a spiritually gifted person that you are working towards cleaning up your psychology and cleaning up your energy and doing that through self-awareness. You know, pay attention to the way you do things. Pay attention. The other day it occurred to me, you know, I kind of had this thing whenever I clean my home, I always clean all the other rooms first. I always clean the living room. I always clean then the kitchen. You know, like I always cleaned the other rooms first because my thought was, well, if someone visited our home, they would see the living room first or those rooms towards the front of the door versus my bedroom, right? Because I can always close my bedroom. But then I found, you know, obviously this is something that this is the way my mom taught me. Like this is what she always did. She always, you know, that was her thinking. And then I realized that, you know what? No, this is incongruent because I'm putting all the other rooms first before my bedroom. I'm putting everything or other persons before me when I need to be whole. I need to take care of me first. Then I can outpour and be of more value to other people. So this is just something that I'm showing you as an example. That was not really congruent, right? because I am like literally doing something just behaviorally because I was used to doing it that way, not realizing that there was some incongruency there. So I started shifting that and cleaning my bedroom first. I always clean my bedroom first and then clean the other rooms in my home. So 
that's just an experience. That's just an example of what I mean by just engaging in behavior without really thinking. That's what it's like an emotional feedback loop. It's just you're doing things just because you're programmed to do that based on your early childhood experiences and so forth and what it is that, you know, is familiar to your mind. So it's important, it's imperative as a spiritually gifted person to be aware, start being more aware. This is why it's so important to spend time with yourself. This is why it's important to nurture yourself. This is why it's important to reflect on your life, pay attention. You've got to pay attention so that you can pick up on the things psychologically that are healthy and unhealthy for you, as well as spiritually and energetically healthy and unhealthy or congruent and incongruent. The reason I want to bring some specific attention and flow some energy towards this issue in the podcast is because same thing with relationships. You've got to have a healthy psychology. I mean, if someone doesn't want to be your friend or doesn't want to be around you, what would you say? You would just say like, if a little kid came up to you and said, the other kids aren't playing nicely on the playground, what would you say to that child? You would probably say to that child, well, if there's someone else on the playground that wants to play nicely with you, play with them or play with yourself. Play like a game that you could play with yourself since the other kids aren't playing very nicely with you, right? You wouldn't go over to the other kids and try to like force the other kids to play with this kid. I mean, like, I hope you wouldn't because free will, free will and, you know, persons get to play with who they want to play with and be friends with who they want to play with and that find to be fun. Like everybody gets to do that. These kids get to do that. Well, it's the same thing in your relationships. You know, a lot of times in our psychology, we are programmed to, whether because someone is your family or whether it's because someone is whatever social title it is, we tend to think that, oh my goodness, this relationship has to happen. And it's so not true. I find that the cleaner and the clearer your psychology and the healthier your psychology becomes as a spiritually gifted person, you find that there is less inner emotional turbulence because then you have fostered a healthy self-esteem. You have fostered a healthy perspective on your place with in your own life and you know with others in other people's life and them in your life. And so the idea is if you foster self-esteem and if you foster healthy psychology knowing that, listen, I want amazing friends with these types of qualities, qualities where they celebrate my differences. They may not always agree with me. They may not always understand me, but you know what? They're respectful to me. They support me. They encourage me. You know, we focus on the things that we do have in common, not the things we don't have in common. And we build our relationship from there and we cultivate our relationship and nurture it from there. That's just having a healthy psychology. But I find oftentimes the issue is that you are not being aware of your psychology. Instead, because of these emotional feedback loops, because of the way you've always seen things been done, you just continue to do it unawaringly. This is why you have got to get connected with yourself to start becoming aware and present to your life so that your life can give you the information so that you can make the changes where, wherever you need to so that you can foster a healthier life, a more fulfilling life, a more emotionally balanced and stable life where you are unaffected you know, by someone else's disapproval of your abilities or, you know, someone might have a different religious belief than you do. And, you know, you've got to really be centered in your own self-assuredness. You have to be self-confident. And the only way you can build your self-confidence is through a healthy psychology. Because at the end of the day, our psychology is, is associated with our minds. And 
your mind is all you have. Your mind is all you have in the sense that your mind is what's allowing you to perceive your life, you know, either from an expanded or a contraction version. And I always encourage you to do the inner work, the spiritual work to perceive your life from an expanded version, from an expanded viewpoint and continually like examine your psychology, examine it to make sure that your psychology supports you, to make sure that you are giving persons access to you that have earned the right to have access to you and that persons who don't earn the right continually to have access to you, that they no longer have access to you, that you're protecting your energy. You're making sure that only persons with certain qualities of character is is showing up in your life and is being entertained by you in your life. You know, but it takes a level of self-awareness. It takes a level of spiritual understanding as well as psychological clarity and psychological well-being to be able to do this like integrated dance between spirituality and having a healthy psychology. Because when you integrate spirituality and having a healthy psychology in a successful way, it leads to emotional balance. It leads to peace of mind. It leads to self-confidence. I mean, it's really common sense in a way that it's so simple that a lot of times it's missed because You're just literally living out your life based on various programmings and not really being aware of why you're doing the things. I want you to start asking yourself when you do things, ask yourself, why do I do that? Like really examine it. This is what the the work is in the quiet time that you, you make for yourself. The quiet space you create for yourself so that you can literally like reflect on yourself, reflect on your life, like become open and aware to more spiritual insights about you and your journey and nurturing your abilities and so forth. Like ask yourself, why do I do that? I notice I have that pattern. What's that pattern about? Huh? Like get in the habit of doing that. What's that pattern about? Or what's that thinking about? Like, why do I think that way about a certain thing? Like, start really investigating you. Like, start your self-discovery process. And if there is a thought or if there is a certain pattern that you find doesn't serve you, meaning it doesn't add to or enhance you, you need to get rid of that pattern, get rid of that thought, right? And it's really that simple. And you have to be willing, though. You have to be willing to let relationships go, no longer be codependent in certain relationships. And you really have to, it takes a certain level of courage and emotional strength to be willing to literally, like, completely allow certain relationships to, you know, just let them go because they no longer serve you, right? And the only way you're going to do that is to have the psychological understanding of even what a clear and healthy psychology is. I mean, it's simple. If you sense people are gossiping about you or talking about you, or, you know, if you feel that persons don't treat you a certain way that honors you, you don't have to be around them and they don't have to be around you. Like stop forcing relationships. You know, that one was really big for me. I used to try to force relationships because I used to say, if this person can just see that, you know, I'm such a good person and family is a big one. People tend to think that just because you're family, it means you guys have to be best friends and be in each other's lives and be up close in each other's lives. And that's not necessarily true. You can love your family from a distance, especially if you see life one way and they see life another way. I mean, you really have to understand that you have a choice in the type of people you have in your life. You have a choice if you're going to entertain toxic relationships. You have a choice if you're going to entertain people who make you feel drained and, you know, make you feel 
just worthless or terrible about yourself. This all comes back to you. You know, I'm not blaming you or pointing the finger on you and trying to make you feel badly. I'm just simply saying that start being aware of your own psychology. You got to start being aware of your psychology. You got to start being aware of you looking at things from a very contracted viewpoint. And you got to start telling the truth about where you're disharmonious in your life. Like, where are you incongruent in your life? And start doing the inner work to become congruent. Say what you mean and do what you say you're going to do. Let your life be consistent. Let it be congruent and dissolve the contradictions in your life. You know, if you say you want to be honored, but then you have a whole bunch of people in relationships with you that constantly dishonor you, you're not being congruent. You're not keeping it real with yourself. And if you're not keeping it real with yourself, nobody else is going to keep it real with you. Why should they? You have to set the tone for that. You have to be the energetic embodiment of all the things that you want. So it starts with psychological awareness. It starts with spiritual awareness. It starts with being aligned in every area of your life more times than not. That's the inner work. And the inner work, by the way, is continual. You don't do the inner work for one week or one month and then that's it. It's continual because life is always ebbing and flowing and life is always changing. And I'm telling you, all this this, this emotional, I get so many questions about people who are in toxic relationships and narcissistic relationships and all these types of, you know, the predominant issues for a lot of you spiritually gifted persons that creates all this emotional turbulence is your relationships, your relationship with yourself, your relationship with other people. And then there's the aspect of, you know, not understanding your spiritual gifts and how to really nurture them and understand them. But the thing about it is half of you are so distracted. Most of you are so distracted with these relationships in your life that don't even serve you. So I don't even know why you're putting your energy towards them anyway. And I know I'm coming across strongly, but please know that I'm not judging you because I was there. I was there for years, for decades. I lived my life trying to please other people, trying to, you know, I just wasn't understanding, like, why wasn't the relationship just flowing? Like, one second we're good and it's flowing and it's good and, you know, I feel appreciated and I think that you see the good in me and then the next thing I know, you're, like, projecting your fears and your worries and your shame and your guilt and everything on me and I'm confused and I don't know why and I feel like my life is just, like, this tormenting emotional roller coaster that I couldn't get off of. It took me years to get off the roller coaster. But once I did enough spiritual work and I grew and I became emotionally stronger, I realized I started to see the inconsistent energy. I started to see where my psychology was unhealthy because at the end of the day, it's my fault if people are treating me a certain way. It's my fault because I'm giving these people access to me even though they're not earning it. I'm just giving it to them and then end up feeling badly and regretting it after. And then I had the audacity of blaming them for it. Oh, you guys aren't consistently nice to me. Well, that's my fault. Because if people aren't nice to you, don't go around them. Don't give them access to you. Go rendezvous and co-create with people who are nice to you. People who do appreciate you. And believe me, I know this is easier said than done because there's so many like inundated social programmings and all this other stuff that tells you that if somebody is a certain title to you, whether mother, father, sister, brother, best friend, cousin, whatever, this is how the relationship should look. And if it doesn't look this way, then it means that something is wrong with you or it means that something is wrong. Like, 
It's maddening. Stop it. Stop it now. You know, stop the madness. And literally, if you have to take some time for yourself, and that's what I had to do. I mean, it took a series of, oh my God, devastating life experiences for me to finally get this lesson. But believe me, when I got the lesson, oh my God, I got it so great. I got it so great. And I literally rebuilt my life. I literally reflected and I literally assessed each and every relationship in my life. And I asked the questions like, you know what? What purpose does this relationship serve in my life? I stopped looking at the titles. I stopped looking at who society says these people are supposed to be and what the relationship is supposedly supposed to look like. And I started just looking at each individual as their own individual. And I started looking at me and where my life was and where my journey was. And I said, you know what? Some of them, I decided the purpose had already been fulfilled but I hadn't released the relationship. And then other ones, I said, okay, we can continue to co-create a little bit longer, but what we're gonna do is I'm gonna shift it a little bit because now you're not gonna be in my inner circle anymore. Now you're gonna kind of be on my extended circle. And you gotta kind of like do this, you know? And initially you might have like very few people in your inner circle, but that's okay to start that way because it's quality over quantity. Trust me, if you have like two or three people in your inner circle that you have strong inner relationships with and they support you and they encourage you, even if it's people who you don't necessarily talk to every day, but every time you talk to them, you know, you ever have that really good friend that time can go by and you don't talk to them, but every time you talk to them, it's like you guys pick up right where you left off and you guys are just co-creating and rendezvousing. I call it cosmic sex, (laughs) but like, It's okay like to start over. It's okay to like do the assessment and assess your relationships and assess your life and do the inner work and, you know, be vigilant about who you allow to have access to you and and what capacity do they have access to you. That's okay. That's okay. That's what having a healthy psychology and a healthy spiritual psychology is. And kind of like, you'll find that once you do this work and you assess the relationships and you change the dynamics and you kind of like allow yourself the space, the breathing room to like grow, to like have more clarity in your life. Oh my gosh. It's the most beautiful, magnificent thing that can happen because Holy cow, now you realize, oh my gosh, I actually have the energy to actually put into myself. I can start nurturing my abilities. I can start noticing certain things, certain insights that I would have never realized because I used to be so distracted with toxic relationships and relationships that were just not for me. You see what I'm saying? Relationships that just didn't honor me, relationships that I had outgrown And this is key for you, spiritually gifted one. It's key for you. Do not be afraid to dissolve the relationships that you have outgrown. Because I'm telling you, bottom line, a lot of the times, that's what it comes down to. You're trying to sustain relationships a lot of times that you've already outgrown. And you're not allowing yourself to have the space in your life to welcome newly aligned people who can meet you where you are at the same vibrational frequency where you are. So I'm just giving you some spiritual insights for you to think about. You've got to start thinking about fostering a healthier psychology. You've got to start thinking about the energy in your life and the things you're doing in your life and how you're doing things and, and why you're doing things a certain way. And, and like, you know, that's what spirituality is, is when you're present and aware to your life 
every aspect of your life and you're consistently doing the inner work. You're always asking yourself the empowered questions so that new awarenesses, new realizations, new remembrances, you know, so that insight can come to you so that from that insight, you can make guided decisions that's going to make your life start working. You are experiencing these emotional bondages because you have an unhealthy psychology in your life and in the relationships that you're having. Your psychology is not as healthy and optimal that it needs to be so that you can actually allow yourself the clarity of mind so that you can allow yourself to talk to yourself a certain way so that you can foster a certain healthy mindset so that you can view life so that your brain you can frame things for your brain in a healthy way because it's just that simple it took me decades to realize it but it's just that simple if somebody is not nice to me it's not about you proving yourself to them it's about literally respecting yourself enough to know that listen you're not very nice to me and I don't have to be around you because access to me is not a given. I know the beautiful, magnificent energy that I am and you have to earn the right to experience that. And I don't mean that from an egotistical place. I mean that from a place of a very healthy psychology. Like you gotta be excited about me to be in my life. You gotta celebrate me the same way that I celebrate you and the same way that I'm excited about you and always quick to show you all the positive qualities about yourself that I recognize and that comes to my awareness. Like, you gotta show up for me like that. And it's not like it's quid pro quo. It's not even like, oh my goodness, like I'm here, you know, I want us to be friends or I want you in my life just so that. No, it's just that it's all about healthy, nourishing, encouraging relationships. It's about peace of mind. It's about feeling lighthearted. It's about feeling joyous. It's about just healthy, wholeful, wholesome, intuitive living. But you've got to be aware of your psychology. You've got to be willing to do the inner work to clean up that psychology so that you can be at ease. You can be at mental ease so that your behavior can be congruent. I mean, it's really that simple. I mean, I know I'm making it sounds simpler than it is because there's a certain level of emotional maturity and strength that you have to grow into. But I'm saying all this to challenge you to do the spiritual work, do the inner work so that you can grow to that level of maturity and development. Because this is a thing, you're going to keep suffering emotionally if you don't do this. Be aware of your psychology. Be aware of the psychology of the other people around you. Does the other people around you tend to do things that are incongruent with the things they say they want? Or does the people around you tell you how much they love you? Like, for instance, do you have a boyfriend or a husband that's always telling you how much he loves you, but then the behavior is incongruent? Like, they take you for granted. They don't really care about your dreams or care about you or care about your sensitivities that you try to share with them, right? Or that do they just think you're crazy and dismiss you? Come on, that's not honoring. That's not honoring. Listen, Let them earn the right to have access to you. Let people earn the right to have access to you and let them continually earn it. Because just because they've earned it once doesn't mean that it's going to be a given forever and ever. They have to continually earn it. As life progresses, as life goes on, as life keeps ebbing and flowing, they have to continually earn that access to you and be bold and be proud. And, you know, you are who you are and be proud of that. And listen, Be absolutely okay, more than okay, and willing to be alone if you need to be. Until the universe has done what it does, 
to attract to you and orchestrate the people that is meant to be in your life. Be all right with just being alone, just you. Because trust me, you'd rather be alone than to be around a whole bunch of people with the wrong energy that don't celebrate you, that don't think so much of a big deal of you. And let me tell you something, people like that, that's how they feel about themselves. So don't take it so personally. You see what I mean? Don't take it personal. I love you guys all. I want to see you just at an emotionally balanced place within yourself where that's unaffected, no matter who's approving of you, who's disapproving of you. And you could just smile to yourself regardless because you that all right with you. You that confident in you because your self-assuredness don't come from them anyway. It comes from you deciding that you're spiritually gifted. You're cool with that. You're good. You're whole. You're light. You're jubilant. You know what I'm saying? You're everything that's high vibrational frequency. And you are that because you can be that. And nobody can stop that. Be that confident because why shouldn't you be? You're spiritually gifted. You're spiritually gifted. You're divine. You're whole. You just need to come to the awareness of more of that, you know, and and start focusing more on that, the expansion of that, and then relationships and people that's gossiping about you, people that's talking about you, people that disapprove of you. People, oh, please, you ain't got time for that. You don't have any time for that. You don't have any time for that because your spiritual growth and your spiritual development, you honor yourself so much through that through that avenue, that channel of spirituality and personal development and personal growth and personal expansion. And then you co-create and you rendezvous with other people who show up in the same frequency. And that's what it's about. That's what it's about. So I hope this was really helpful for you because I think that a lot of people, and by all means, you have the right for your process to be what it needs to be. And I'm not downplaying the challenges of this. This is something that it took me a long time. Like I know I'm making it sound easier than it is, but I promise you it's not as difficult as you're making it. Just shift your focus to you. Shift your focus off of people and focus on you. Like start your inner discovery. Start like getting excited about you. Start feeling the magic of you and your sense of appreciation for your own self. And you will see how your reality just completely just shifts. Like, you know, people who didn't appreciate you before, how they start appreciating you a certain way. And listen, don't do the inner work for them. Do the inner work for you, you and your inner being and your soul expansion and do it for you. Do it for you. Just get focused and centered on you and start having fun with you and start enjoying your life and start, you know, being present and aware of you. Because that's really what it comes down to. And from there, you do the assessment in your life and see what works and what doesn't work. Because if not, you're going to continue staying on this emotional roller coaster. You're going to constantly be trying to people please, which you'll never be able to please everybody. And it's just going to be a devastating waste of your life. And I know you don't want that. And I don't want that. I don't want to see that for you. I lived that for long enough. You've lived that for long enough. And I remember and I know what it's like. It's time to get off that roller coaster and stay off. But you hold that power. You have the keys to that. You are the only one with the key for that. So make a decision and just go from there. Allow yourself to be supported. And what we can do is if you are feeling that you're stuck emotionally, if there might be a relationship or there might be a unique challenge that you're experiencing that you're needing support on, love yourself enough to show up for the support that's showing up for you. Go to athenalucine.com, scroll down under 
take the first steps to clarity and emotional freedom, click the phrase or phrases. You can click more than one of them. Whatever phrase resonates to you, whatever challenge you're having as a spiritually gifted person that is resonated to you of any of those phrases, click on it. I prepared a free video training for you that's going to uplift you, that is going to give you some clarity, that's going to make you start feeling the self-assuredness that you deserve to have. So go ahead and go do that now. And if you feel that there's somebody that can benefit from this podcast, share it in the spirit of love. Do not be selfish. Share it in the spirit of love because the word needs to get out. Spiritually gifted people need to feel supported. They need to know that they are supported. They need to know that their time is now. Their time for the conscious awakening is now. It's time for people to wake up. It's time for people to continue to evolve. It's time for people's consciousness to open more, for more spiritual insights to come, more realizations, more happiness, more energy flow of love, peace, abundance, light, happiness, emotional stability. Like now is the time. It's always a time for emotional stability and and overall health and well-being. But it's time to claim it now. It's time to claim it. No more denying of that. So go ahead, allow yourself to be supported. Honor and love yourself enough. Go to athenalucine.com. Scroll down to take the first steps to emotional freedom and clarity. Click the phrase that resonates with you and receive the free video training that I provided for you to support you. And share it with anyone that you think is that can benefit from it. And I look forward to receiving your comments. Don't be shy. Go ahead and type in your comments under the episode. Let me know what your takeaway is. You know, I review them all and I respond. So I look forward to receiving them. Do not be shy. If you need to do anonymous, do anonymous. That's totally fine with me. The idea is I want to know what your takeaway is and how this podcast is benefiting you. Reach out and comment so that I can be of more service. So go ahead, comment. And I'm gladly, it's my joy to respond and continually engage with you and just always open to feedback on how I can support you more and be of of more service. I'm Athena Lucene and I'm a galactic beacon of love and light consciousness. I am here on this earth planetary construct to guide you through your spiritual growth and evolution back to the divine collective consciousness and universal oneness. It's my absolute joy to support you And it is always a pleasure. I look forward to hearing from you and I look forward to responding to your comments and your feedback. That's it for now. Abundant blessings and blissful moments. Mm -hmm.